be the same family? I just started, where do I go to even learn what to do? And the guy raped me and then killed me. Whoa, whoa. Right, maybe well, that's, there's a lot of teabagging. Yeah, maybe, that, maybe that's what happened, yeah. You're listening to Wild Dogs. Hello and welcome to Wild Dogs. This is Ghost Dog coming to you on Tuesday, the 27th of January. We're day late and co-host short, but we will make do. As you can tell by the sound of my voice, I am actually feeling a little bit better today. I'm finally getting over a cold that's been dragging me down for two and a half weeks now, but uh, that's good because I will have a little bit more enthusiasm when discussing the clusterfuck that was patch 3.0.8. Now, I did manage to get some playtime right after the patch however a lot of people actually did not uh, and when I say I got some it was intermittent and there were a lot of problems with connections I of course was not the only problem person having problems there were many um, I was I was quite looking forward to patch 3.0.8 because it was going to allow my son to create a death knight on the uh, the second account that we have there is a high level character on that account However, it is on a second realm, um, or I should say another realm. So we were looking forward to being able to create a Death Knight on the realm that I'm now playing on most of the time so that we could um, have a little bit of fun with the Death Knights. And also, by him playing his Death Knight and me playing my Resto Druid eventually, um, I'd actually be able to level that Resto Druid because it's such a pain in the ass otherwise. So I was quite looking forward to it. I'd also decided that I may create a death knight with him and have some fun playing or that um, I'd level up my priest. We'll get more into that a little bit later on how we actually managed to do that because I'm actually going to have him on the show a little bit later on. That being said, I still wanted to go through the initial quest line with him as a death knight and thanks to blizz (laughs) didn't get to do that. Um, What was happening more often than not is that he would get connected in and then I could not. Um, It was very intermittent in terms of a a hit and miss if you managed to get in or not and stay connected as well. So when the patch came out, the first problem that they were talking about, the, the, the bug list is fairly extensive and it's still not all resolved. They just patched it this morning. And they patched it uh, to, uh, what is it, 3.0.8.9506. And that's supposed to be a hotfix for the Warlocks, Hunters, and Death Knight, um, the bugs that were in there. But a lot of what was happening when the patch first came out, which I'm sure most of you already know, although the the two or three of you who don't, um, the, the first thing I noticed when I logged in, of course, was the fact that they were saying that you could not create a Death Knight on a realm where you didn't have a 20 or uh, 55 character. Um, and that's something that they promised would be fixed, that they're, they're not fixed per se, but that would be in this patch. So it was very disappointing. So when I first loaded it up and I saw this as the warning message on the side I decided to give it a shot anyways and try on that account and sure enough I was able to I checked the forums because they had a thread posted right there as well that you can check for some news and sure enough there were a variety of people who could and a variety of people who could not so the the um, the, the fact that it worked for me, I quickly deleted my test death knight that I'd made on that account. I called my son over and got him to make his death knight. And we were able to get in that first night for all of about 
20 minutes, and then the servers crapped out. We didn't know at the time, we found out later on, uh, that it was the Wintergrasp crash. <laughs> Whenever the, um, the, 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 the bonus was, um, the buff was changing for Lake Winterfall, whenever it changed sides, the servers would crash. So we were getting bounced out all the time. And then they disabled that, and then they disabled arenas, which pissed off a lot of people. They eventually wound up resetting the, the arenas, which I'm sure pissed off a lot more people. Um, but I'm not, no longer doing the arenas right now. I'm concentrating on leveling, so I frankly didn't care that much. When we tried connecting again the next day, what was happening is that, again, this is where I'm saying he was able to connect in and I was not. I was able to get on nearly any other server except our own. Thank you for that random bit of kick you in the balls, Raj. Um, but yeah, so he was able to play. So this whole thing that we wanted to, you know, play together and go through those Death Knight quests, like I'd already done them and I knew how much fun they were. And it's something that I wanted to do with him. I mean, I could have made him wait, but Christ, he's 11 years old. He was very excited. He'd been waiting for weeks. Um, so given the opportunity that he could do it and... I could not. I said, yeah, go ahead and run through it. Well, he it wound up that he did nearly everything on his own because this was split across a couple of days. There were server reboots constantly booting us out um, to the point where he got so far ahead of me, there was no point me starting a Death Knight just for those few quests that I barely, I'm not going to be playing the Death Knight on this realm that much. Um, so I kind of gave up and he wound up doing all of them by himself. That uh, being said, now that he's out, he and I are questing together and I've since dusted off my 64 priest who is going to be running through Outlands with him. And I have to say, a disciplined priest with a unholy Death Knight is just open. Awesomeness. It is fucking amazing. We are having a blast. He is grinding through mobs like there's no stopping him and taking on tons of them, and I can keep him alive. Again, we'll go through that later when I have him on. He's going to have to finish his homework first, but uh, I'll have him on and we'll have a little bit of fun discussing the, uh, the stuff that we've been doing. So yeah, there were a whole bunch of other bugs, of course. There was the, the, the Death Knight creation was a big one. Um, the Hunter aspect, um, we're still on a global cooldown. The uh, Howling Blast for the um, for the Death Knights was another fairly big bug. Um, the animation clipping killed me because when I was fooling around making my Death Knight, um, I'd fool around with the different skins and all of a sudden the the clipping would go absolutely nuts. It's as if somebody took a pair of scissors and started cutting up the pictures and then let a six-month-old lick them and put them back together. It was just insane. It was funny, and I wish I would have gotten some screenshots, but I did not. Um, there were also some missing email or some missing mails in-game. Um, and then, of course, the ritual of summoning for the warlocks, too, which had a two-minute cooldown um, to... to prevent some sort of undisclosed exploit, which, exploit, yeah, you're going to start summoning too many people to a raid. Um, so yeah, there uh, there were quite a few problems with this bug. The, the thing is, is that I personally feel that ever since Vivendi stepped in in Activision, Blizzard is not the same. Their motto of, it will be out when it's ready, 
no longer applies. I sincerely feel that marketing is dictating when patches come out, when content comes out, anything. Some dude from marketing is going to see the CEO and saying, listen, numbers are down. You need to get the patch out now or you're going to lose your summer home. And then the CEO calls in the devs and says, you guys are going to have to put this out now or I'm going to have to let some of you go. That's what marketing says. You know, it's not it's not me. It's marketing. But it's true, like there, it's it's not the same anymore. It used to be that when something was ready, it came out, and that's not the case anymore. Now, I'll be the first to admit that I pushed. I, when I say push, I was I wanted it out. I've been waiting for this patch. That's not to say that I was saying Blizzard, get your ass in gear and release this damn patch. No, that was me saying. I can't wait to get my hands on this. And for me, of course, like I just said, the main thing was to be able to have that Death Knight on my second account. I, um, I've i said it before on the show, but if you've never heard it, one of my mains is a Resto Druid. She is still sitting at 70 because it's a painful experience to level a Resto Druid. Yes, it can be done. I know a lot of people said, you can do it. I did it. Good for you. That just means you have more patience than I do because I do not. So the um, the fact that uh, he's able to get his, um, his um, Death Knight leveled up fairly fast too with me will mean that once he gets to a point where his um, his death knight is about to enter Northrend, then I'm going to split my time between my disciplined priest and my resto druid with him. So he's always still going to have heals and we're going to level really well because we will be basically healer and tank together all the time and it's not hard to find DPS. So it's uh, that's one of the reasons why I was really looking forward to this. Um, there were of course profession changes that I was really looking forward to as well. Um, but again, I wasn't rushing them to get it done i wanted it done properly and this is this this was terrible (laughs) this was terrible uh in terms of execution and the fact that it is still only just being patched now um again goes to prove a point that this was so far from ready it was not funny um i'm not about to go into things like we're paying for a service it should be better you know what there's there's too many fanboys who jump all over you as soon as you say that kind of thing and i'm not that naive to think that my 15 bucks a month uh times two actually is means that i should have a perfect gaming experience no i understand that but get your shit ready before you release the patch don't test on your user base you have public test realms for that and yes you cannot test everything but you can test a lot and the fact that this came out with so many issues once again proves that this was not ready it needed more time in the oven boys now along with the uh, the patch people have been seeing some things that were not announced um or that were you know a little sneaky the way it was put in there the um the old world bosses are now dro- dropping a lot less coin so the people who were farming anixia to get um some fast easy money are now seeing that it's damn near halved um so it's uh, that's that's making a big difference frankly in my opinion things are costing so much right now i just blew 150 gold yesterday for my level 77 um skills on my shaman and like you're blowing money left right and center people are spending a lot more money on things like mounts as well now that there's the 
the new achievement, um, as well as pets, as well as everything else for achievements-wise. Plus, your repair bills now are, fuck, I'm going to have to mortgage my my house to be able to pay for the, the repair bills when I go and do shit. So really, somebody's going out and farming and making a little extra money. And and to be honest, too, like you're making maybe 100 gold in 45 minutes or an hour. Christ, you could make more than that in Northrend. Does it really matter? And on top of that, what's happening is that those... By dumbing them down, you're giving people yet another excuse not to go into them. Um, if you if if they're of the opinion that those instances should just be retired and not have any, anybody ever in them, then fine. Then close the damn things. Put some tape across the front door and don't let anybody in to see a Nixie anymore. But otherwise, Christ, if I were them, I'd be doing things to try to entice people into them more. I don't know, set up a bar table, some pool tables, some hookers, whatever. Get people in there because otherwise it's a ghost town. I mean, I I ran past Karazhan a couple of weeks ago and it was empty, not a soul in sight. Now, again, that's if they don't care, if they, they feel that they've gotten their money's worth out of it, fine. But I don't feel that, again, there, there's a reason why you have to go to Azeroth to do any of your training, because they don't want it to become a ghost town. Well, if you don't want your instances to become a ghost town as well, don't dumb them down. Hell, if anything, make them more interesting, more enticing to get people in there. But anyways, that's just one thing. Um, they did actually dumb down the uh, Netherwing rep grind as well, making some of it uh, 100% drop rate, which is going to make it a lot easier if you are going to want to get that Netherwing um, Drake. So the Relics and the Felglands are now going to have 100% drop rate. Um, a lot of people are going to be going for the 100 mount achievement now. Um, case in point, I was actually in Winter Springs just yesterday on my Shaman, 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 whatever, and because um, I had to do the Elders and to get the coins. And so while I was there, I still had some of the meat on me from the um, Winter Spring Saber rep grind. I still had it in there and I still had the two quests as well. And I didn't want to drop them because I knew if I did, I'd lose the, uh, the items. Um, all right. In most cases you do. I don't know about this, if you would or not, but it, I wasn't going to take a chance because it's a pain in the ass farming those. So while I was there, I figured what the hell I may as well go and turn those in. And sure enough, there was somebody else on there who was turning it in and who had the, um, oh, that mount from, um, the Kunarai Mount. I can't remember the name, but anyways. So obviously they were farming for the Winter Spring Sabres Mount as well. The uh, I'll get into that uh, Mountain No Mounts. Actually, we can talk about it right now too, seeing as that was introduced in the new patch as well. There's a, the new achievement now that is called Mountain O Mounts, and that is wherein if you get 100 mounts, um, you get the achievement, and on top of that, you get the Blue Dragon Hawk Mount, which is, well, a little early, but may as well say it, that's my oh my fucking god drop of the week, because that thing is gorgeous. It is fucking gorgeous, and I want one, but it's going to cost me a small fortune to get a hundred mounts. You're basically going to have to be buying all of the level 40 mounts. Well, sorry, 30. You can tell I'm old school. Eh? The level 30 mounts, you're going to have to be buying all of the level 60 mounts 
and you're going to have to buy them for each of the factions. And even that is not going to get you that high. You're going to have to start doing some profession things. You're going to have to start getting the ones out of instances. You're going to have to do the rep grind ones as well. This is not going to happen fast for anybody. Um, but that being said, it is kind of cool because once again, as I've said, the achievements are giving me something to do when I'm getting bored with the same old leveling grind. So I, I do appreciate it. The um, the Mountain Home Mounts uh, achievement is, uh, the, the first one is called Stable Keepers. That sucker is when you have 10 mounts. That's not going to be too hard for people to get. The um, Filling Up the Barn is the next one at 25 mounts. Leading the Cavalry is the one at 50. And then, of course, the Mountain Mounts at 100 which then gives you the reward. You need to check out this Dragonhawk. It's it's fantastic. It just looks so beautiful. And I like I said, I do want one badly. So the um, that was introduced. The Netherwing uh, Dailies nerf was introduced. The um, another thing too was the profession level was removed. And by that I mean it's not dependent on leveling your level anymore which means that you're going to now see twinks with the max level for um well the, the there it's going to be gathering for twinks it's going to be your um your skinning your mining and your um herbalism now the thing is is that the the um you're not going to obviously be able to get to the max at level 19 if you're actually touring around everywhere and you're not going to be able to get into nor or into outlands or northrend and survive and then you got to worry as well about your experience that you get as you're discovering new zones however anybody who's got a friend who's a warlock or a second account wherein it's a warlock and you know a couple of the people who are willing to give you a hand with your twinks, especially if you're all doing them together kind of thing, you are going to be seeing insane twinks right now. You're going to have level 19s that will have a 32 critical strike rating, 500 stamina, and or the... Um, the self-heal, the, the casted self-heal for herbalism, which can heal for 2,000 health over five seconds. Um, and you can do that every three minutes, too, for the heal. Like, that's nuts. Anybody with the time and devotion, twink-wise, and most of them do have it, um, they've basically taken twink uh, battlegrounds to a whole new level. If you do not have this you're going to find it even harder. If you thought it was hard with the twinks, with all the enchantment and the best gear, this just took it up a notch. It's going to be absolutely ridiculous. But again, it is something that not everybody is into that twink uh, mentality. Not everybody is wanting to go in there and be completely raped. So it's going to be a, a little different. That being said, there are a lot of people. The, there was a, a recent survey that was done of the twink community, the level 19 bracket. This is uh, off of WoW Insider, and they say that... Um, 50% claim that they're happy with the way Blizzard treats them. 36% of the community said that they would definitely leave the game if they could no longer play their twinks. And another 30% say they consider it. It is something that, again, same as I have been doing some different stuff to keep busy at the uh, at the end game or, or, or close to it. Um, people who do the, uh, who, who have twinks really do get involved in those characters and want to make them 
as perfect as they can. So it is something that's interesting. Myself, like I said, I I actually just uh, ding 75 on my Shaman, which um, is... Uh, which went surprisingly well, actually, and he's about halfway through 75. Um, I've been asked before, too, because uh, when I do put my mind to it, I can level fast enough. It's that I get distracted and do other stuff, and people are asking me if there's any any tricks to, to leveling any class or whatever. And there is a trick, and I tell them it's actually very simple. Find something that is alive in the game and kill it, and then go find something else that's alive and kill it. And rinse and repeat and rinse and repeat and rinse and repeat. And that's it. That's your secret right there. If you're wasting your time with quests that are either deliver this message to so-and-so, if it's not on your way to killing shit, don't take it. Um, unless you want to go for the achievements wherein you complete all of the quests for his own or whatever. But, I mean, any gathering um, quests or any quests where you're delivering messages or whatever is taking time away from your leveling. The secret is really just kill, okay? Because your quest is going to give you most of the quests that are delivering your messages, a message you're basically only getting um, on average a couple of thousand experience. Like that's one kill, maybe two kills somewhere. Okay, and you can do that fast. Um, the quests wherein you're doing uh, a kill X amount of things and come back to me with their gallbladders, um, you are looking at. 20,000 and then if it's a quest progression that or sorry 20,000 and that if it's a quest progression that last one's going to give you 25k which again that those are good but see what you can do too is what people don't realize is they're in such a rush to go to new zones that they don't realize that if they stay in the older zones even though they're a little bit higher level they can actually level insanely fast Case in point, my shaman is now 75, uh, but I'm going to go back to when he was 74. I was staying in the Howling Fjord. Now, it, partially because I do want to actually get the uh, Nothing Boring About Borean and the uh, I've toured the four Fjord achievements. Those are when you complete X amount of quests there. So I'm, I'm fairly close on the, the Borean, but the, the Fjord, I've still got quite a few to go. Um, so I am actually doing some quests that are gathering and whatnot, but I'm trying to concentrate all of my efforts on the quest to kill shit. I can find in the Fjord uh, those packs of those shovel snouts, tusks, whatever the fuck they are. Um, and I can get them all down. Now, as long this is as long as my cooldowns are down. Um, I can literally down six or seven and just round up a, as big a group as I can in seconds. Okay, we're not talking minutes anymore. We're talking seconds. And each one of them is going to give me at 74 anywhere from, well, a few of them will give me 1,200, but most of them is 1,500 experience. Now, do the math. In a matter of seconds, I can get anywhere from... 7.5 to 10k experience boom they're down go to the next pile kill them all and that's how i'm doing most of my things now even with any and he does not have the best of gear by any means he's not that badly geared of course um, but he's got a lot of the new northern gear but Again, I'm 74, 75, still questing there, but I'm ripping through the mobs fast, getting a lot more experience. In the time that it would take me to kill something my level, I've killed a lot more at a lower level and am getting a lot more experience. I'm completing quests much, 
much faster, thereby again getting a lot more experience. So the only time I would suggest you actually rush to the next zone is potentially to go to the next zone, get a few of the nice quest rewards for your gear and your weapons, and then drop right back down again, which is what I've been doing. Again, at 75, I'm continuing with the Fjord and with Borean Tundra until they're pretty much done to me because I'm still getting a lot of experience. And in terms of the Fjord too, the upper quests with the uh, the Virkul or Virka, the, the Nords at the top, the big giant motherfuckers that really are bad um they tend to be 70 to 71 there's some elite 72s i believe the ones that look like a raj um up there as well so you don't want to be too low a level when you're going there anyways but again at 74 i was ripping through them like nothing and then i was able to progress uh, to get all that chain of quests done as well which gave me a lot of experience so again something for you guys to consider when you are leveling try to do so in that fashion stay back don't be in a rush to to move forward unless you have specific things in those zones that you need to do you will level faster in the lower zones um, in terms of trying to keep busy i've actually been doing a lot of the lunar festival stuff um, not everybody is into that but I would really love that Elder title. The problem is, is that you have to be 80 to get the Elder title. Now, for those who aren't aware, the Elder title is when you complete all of the um, the events for the Lunar Festival. Again, you get all the achievements. So you're looking at getting the one coin of Ancestry, 5, 10, 25, and 50 coins of Ancestry. Then you have to purchase the... Um, um, a dress or a pantsuit, whatever. You have to fire some rockets. These are all fairly simple, except for that getting the 50 coins. That will take you a while because you have to go every fucking where in Azeroth. Um, you want to make sure that you've got an epic mount because otherwise you will be cursing because it takes a long time. While you're doing that, though, what you can be doing is explore the regions. And this is if you've got the time, explore the region so that you can work towards your explorer title as well, which is what I was doing. Um, so the two kind of work hand in hand, which is nice, especially like a Shara, which holy crap in hell, I discovered the whole zone, but it takes forever. Um, and it took me a while just to find the goddamn elder. There is a very good guide in terms of where they are, which... I, I was kind of working off of, and it's at WoW Wiki. So if you go to WoW Wiki and it is slash elders, it's fantastic. It'll run you through. It's got uh, the pinpoint coordinates as, well, coordinates as well. Keep in mind that if you are planning on doing the walkthrough to get all 50 coins, whether you're Alliance or Horde, you are going to have to be going into the enemies, the enemy faction's home cities. Now, it's, it's not terrible if you are between 70 and 80 if you are earlier if you're a lower level than that you're going to want to try to go very early in the morning when there are not as many of the enemy faction there because they will kill you it's that simple because it's fun okay you see someone coming towards you and it's a big ass tauren and you feel like hitting on them oh, people will slow you down too with spells and and and, and crowd control techniques so that the guards can then pound on your ass um, now i did this as my drenai shaman and the undercity one is a joke because it's not even in the actual undercity so you're not even getting to where the guards are it's right outside the one in thunder bluff is not too too bad it's on the elder rise and you can get to it 
mainly off to the side, although you, you do pass quite a few guards still. Um, but Thunder Bluff is set up in such a way that it's not too hard to kind of, if you have to, down a guard and you're not going to get everybody else coming after you. Um, the hard one, of course, was Orgrimmar. And I did take the western entrance, but there's still a lot of guards there. And there were there's not as many players because you're taking the side route. You're not going past the bank uh, and the auction house. But still, it's... Um, you're gonna get pounded on, and I did, and I actually died not far from the uh, the bridge leading back out again. Um, it was just because there, I had so many guards on me. Luckily, I had uh, my res was uh, was not on cooldown, so I was able to poop res heal and get the fuck out of dodge. Uh, I've been seeing a lot of horde going into um, Stormwind and uh, getting pounded on by a whole mess of people because that one is trickier to get in and out of. It's it's a pain in the ass. I would say probably one of the worst ones to get in and out. Um, just not fun. Iron Forge is the same thing. I, I pity the Horde. They have it a little bit worse than the Alliance to do this. I'm not even bothering on my Horde characters. I'm doing achievements mainly on one character, and that's going to be my shame because I do not want to waste my time on achievements with with all my characters. Chris Christ, that's all I'll do. So I got all of my 50 coins. They've bumped up Omen so that he is actually a level 80 raid mob this year. And you could tell he is some kind of tough. We had a small raid group. It was not even 20 players. And, uh, well, maybe just over 20. And we basically died over and over and over and over again. The repair bill was insane, but we did finally managed to drop him. Now, what I was saying earlier, too, is that in addition to all of these, you have to get the Northrend um, achievement as well for the Elders of Northrend. Now, for the most part, that's not too, too bad. There's some there in uh, Storm's Peak that are going to be tough to get to. But the problem is that they went and shoved one of them in a, um, a heroic instance in Gundrak. So you have to kill Murabi and open up a secret tunnel to the heroic-only boss, Ek, and he's in the same room. So basically, you cannot get that Elder title, which is a reward for doing all of these, unless you are level 80. This really pisses me off because, I mean, I've been playing since beta. I'm older than most of these people. I could be their father, for fuck's sakes, and yet I can't get an Elder title. So, is I mean, they're, they're catering to whoever can level the fastest is the one that can get Elder. Well, that's not what an Elder is. I'm ranting, I know it's not a big deal, but God, it pisses me off because I really wanted that title. And uh, and so now I've basically got until February 12th to get my ass in gear and level, level, level so that I can hit 80. I've gotten all the 50 coins. I've gotten all of the, uh, the other... Um, achievements as well, including Omen. I've gotten the Elders of the Horde, the Elders of the Alliance. I've gotten a bunch of the Northrend ones. Um, I still have some of the dungeon ones to do. And then, of course, that Heroic. So once I, I hit 80, I should be able to rip through them quickly. So now it's just a race to try to hit 80 on my Shaman by the 12th of February, which is altogether possible if you don't have a life. And if you don't have a large family and if you don't have 
your folks coming to visit next <laughs> weekend, which I do. Um, and if you don't have a lot of things on the go, I work full time. I can't be playing 24 seven on top of that right now too. I'm playing my, uh, my priest with my son when my son plays. So it's going to be tricky, but I am basically going to be just grinding the fuck out of those levels. And then I'll worry about the fun questing later on. Um, just go back and do some of the quests with him or, enjoy the quest more as I'm going through them with my son eventually when he gets to Northrend, which is not a, a big deal. So I will be running a fuck ton more instances now just so that I can, um, I can get leveled and hit 80 and get this goddamn title. And then I'm going to also be working on my Explorer title as well, um, seeing as I'm so goddamn close. And of course, I was having a problem with the Explorer title because I wasn't 77, didn't have my flying mount, and could not uh, get to some of the points in Northern. Well, that won't be a problem. So hopefully I'll have the two titles soon enough. So we've already covered our Oh My Fucking God drop of the week. And pretty much any other news that's worth going through. I'm going to be, we're going to be doing the uh, little segment, like I said, with my son. We're going to go over the fun that we've had and his impressions on the creation of the Death Knight, the um, the questing leveling up. I've already done it on a Horde character, and so it's going to be interesting for us to discuss it. And you guys can listen if you want. So we got to in to, to to create our death knights on the two accounts yeah. and you actually got to play yours i really didn't get to play mine oh. because the realms were up and down all the time yeah but you got to play yours yes and what did you make a death knight human right and you chose human because oh no they look cool oh well that's good a reason if you have any. the cloak on like in the starting when you pop up you have the cloak that hides part of your face and if you're human it looks really cool that's a good as reason as any because faction or not faction but the racial benefits really in some cases mean yeah nothing. the faction does not the fashion the racial benefits yeah. no but doesn't the human have faction bonus yes which will come in handy as well if you yeah. are grinding rep although they made it so that grinding rep isn't nearly as bad in um Northrend. Northrend? yeah in Northrend they made it so that when you're doing the instances at the end if you wear a special tabard you get bonuses to your rep gains all you need is a tabard apparently that that says to people hey he likes us let's give him more faction woot, wow woot. so yeah i want one of those then yeah that's very handy but yeah. uh, so it's not going to mean as much but then your human has the bonuses to swords which is what you yeah used. that's going to be so, really good so Isn't what did you maces swords and maces i believe hmm. yeah i know it's maces but i don't know if it's swords yep so what did you think about the quests at the beginning to become a death knight they're evil they're evil what was yes. the most evil one the kill peasants. The ones and where they cower? Yeah. Looks like and they're chill. peeing. <laughs> they actually look like they're peeing themselves shaking. <laughs> they look like Kaylee when she gets in trouble. I didn't actually notice because they just like cover their head with their hands and try to look small. It's but pretty it's like, evil though. Yeah. Kill them all and show no mercy. Shed the enemy's blood. Blah, blah, blah. I am evil. 
but they're not they, they were good peasants as yeah, peasants go they were good and they worked except hard. for the other people the other people they look like peasants but you hit them and they start trying to like bash you down with their fist or pitchforks <laughs> or banjos the ones that hit with their banjos that hurts man that takes a yeah. lot of life points off of you and then what did you think about the quest for the uh the mount the mount? Yeah, to get your free mount. They call it Grand oh. Theft Palomino because you're stealing a horse. Yeah, you had to. Of... I liked it how I actually accidentally made the elite person go. So I just took the horse and ran and it actually worked. It was awesome. It's pretty but, easy, though, really. Yeah. Unless the big person, like, stuns you, then it's kind of hard. Yeah, but even then, I mean, it's to yeah. get a, that's a pretty way, easy way to get a mount, yeah. especially a level 60 <laughs> mount, and you can get that sucker when you're still level 55 or 56, pretty low level kind of yeah. thing. Whereas, you know, if you're a, the only other ones Actual. who get the free mounts are your, the paladin or a warlock, warlock, and they have to work hard to get their mounts. Whereas, but the warlock mounts are really cool. To I, these them. are pretty cool looking. I yeah. will say these are pretty cool looking. Yeah. And that flying one, too, is the bone one. Yeah, the flying bone dragon. That's pretty sweet. I want one. Well, you'll have one eventually. <laughs> You're going to have to save up yeah. your money, though. Save up a whole so, lot of money. And what did you think about the flying quest, too, where you bomb things and whatnot? That was awesome, except I keep on losing enough health. And, like, three to times I actually went too far, but didn't know I was going too far, so I just kept on going. But I was going up so once it it just disappeared and it's like you are too far and then you fell to the earth yeah a couple of times too there's a lot of those actually in northrin too flying different things and in tanks and whatnot i was actually doing a flying one in a helicopter where i had to fight these bat wear bat things and uh and it was very cool because you fire these kind of rockets at them and you fire multiple rockets so because i'm trying to level i was shooting the rockets and i thought even after i got the amount that i needed for the quest i kept killing them because i was getting 680 close to 700 experience points per kill and if i shot at a group i could down quite a few of them so it was worth it for experience was it uh explosive like hits yeah. multiple enemies yeah you, there's like these flying whirring kind of bombs that go towards them Sweet. yeah but the problem is, is that i wasn't watching my life and at one point i oh. died they killed me because they shoot stuff at you these poison things and so i fell all the way down to the bottom <laughs> of the pit and then luckily i had a resurrect so i resurrected and i but i went again to do it to kill him so there's a that lot of time you actually watched your oh up. big time yes okay. yeah I, I, I learned after the first time so yeah. and then once you finish the quest what did you think of the last part where you're at lights hopes chat lights hopes chapel yeah, with the, the big fight the guys like next time it will not be on holy ground then it just disappears at the end though but the fight itself was pretty epic too. You got like yeah. the grounds shaking as all the ghouls are coming out. Yeah. And I then... like the starting because I didn't do it before, so I walked in and he just turned to the side and the storm giants, you know the yeah, the guy? great big monster ones, yeah. Yeah, those guys. It looked like one of those, except he was all like ripped up and like whoa. They turned around and there's the guy and like. Just waiting and waiting. That's like 
the thing will begin in one minute. I'm just like, oh, come on. And finally, the minute ends, and the earth starts rumbling. I'm just like, Ooh. It'd be cool if a keyboard had like rumble in it, like a an that Xbox 360 awesome. remote, so that the keyboard starts going. And you're yeah. waiting for it, and all these ghouls are coming out. Yeah. That would be sweet. Yeah, but first I only saw like two ghouls. I'm like, what? that's not much of an army. Come on. <laughs> then they started more and more and more. Yes. And then the big battle too, where you're fighting epic dudes, yeah, is actually pretty cool too. And you're losing, like, not that much health, and your health just pops back up. Yeah. Well, there's healers in your, your group that, that yeah. are healing you. So, yeah, it's very cool. But so. for the thing, I started beating on the epic guy, and he's just like, rah, rah. I'm just like, oh, oh, I'm going to die. My health goes down halfway, then just goes back up, then down, then up, and just kept on doing that. I didn't die. Yeah. Well, you were one ahead of me. Well, yeah, but you start hitting harder and your health goes up, so it's yeah, different. Yeah, because so of... They make you kind of that. There's a buff that goes on. So yeah. It's very cool, though. And then the cinematic at the end is very sweet, too. Yeah. And that's something that they did more with instances, too, where when you get to the ending, the instances, some of them have a scene at the end, too. So one of the ones that I did, you see um, the Lich King come, and he comes through a portal, and he talks to the boss at the end kind of thing. Is the boss, well, like, a big evil dude well not the boss that you kill but another guy a troll who comes by and he makes him one of his minions very sweet oh, we'll do that sweet. one later yeah and then once you finish that we did a little bit of the lunar stuff to get some coins yeah. but then we also did the um we had its outlands so and then yeah. I, I took my disciplined priest and you are an unholy death knight which Whoa. means oh, oh, oh. that basically there's no stopping us. Yeah, and I have area of effect spells like the search with a P. Something, but it sends like a little pestilence. Wave. Pestilence. It sends like a little wave that hits all the enemies. So whenever dad has one on him, it's just a I have someone on me. Okay, click, click, click. They're off. There's an advantage to being playing in the same room, that's for sure. Yeah. So and with a healer and tank, man, <laughs> like you were running into the groups in Hellfire Peninsula of orcs at the bottom of that Zul, what is it, Zulman? Zulgrul. Is it? Zul. Zul something or whatever. Zulgrul. But you were running in and getting as many as you could. I had could. like 12 of them. And then I'd shield you and I was healing you and your ghoul. Yeah. And my ghoul was actually he was really doing good. good. He was doing good. And he didn't yeah. die. And then I basically would put a shadow word pain on, uh, which is a, a dot on mobs that were far away to get them to come towards you as well. Then I would just and pestilence, then pestilence, and get aggro right away. So it worked out very well. Yeah. And we could take down chons like when we were actually just outside of that zool place or whatever. There's that little that that steaming cauldron place that had the warlocks that yeah, was a the, tough one there were warlocks there were their skeletons each warlock had two skeletons too plus there was the warriors going by plus the guys on the wolves who and, summoned their little wolf buddy to help them not summoned but well there was the wolf that was fighting us too yeah, yeah. but we had that one there was i think there are our true test of what we could accomplish because and we, we came close a couple of times there it was close but i yeah. you never went down past a quarter life 
but it, it came close a few times and we just ripped through all of them and there was at least 15 to 20 mobs in that time that we I, downed them all and like at the it. end you had full life your ghoul was still life had full health i had full health on my priest only i was out of mana yeah but i'd done there's a new priest spell that is a um called uh what is it last him or something like that and it makes you regenerate some mana not too too much but i think it's like only five percent but even then that's enough for in a pinch because i had to do that during the fight and that's the only reason we oh, survived. the shiny blue thing on yeah. top of your head yeah because otherwise that. we would have been dead because your health was going up pretty fast because you yeah. had a lot of guys on you yeah. and they were attacking the warlocks were attacking me because i was healing you yeah, I tried but to... There's only so much you can do with those yeah. stupid casters. I love the ability. It's um, it's one of the unholy abilities, but there's one of the things for the unholy talents, and you put all five points into it, and whenever you do that spell, it makes like a little circle that glows green, then turns into like gray ground then all of a sudden arms, all the arms come up arms start coming up and like grabbing the enemies it slows them down by 60 percent gives me a boost of like eight percent for everything so i do that so whenever they come close to dying usually they run away but they're so slow they can't get away so i'm just like walking behind them hitting me hitting them with my huge blade and then you also Dude, got the awesome. gargoyle, although you didn't use it that that much. Yeah, I used it a bit. Yeah, I used the corpse explosion because that I kill, I do a blood, I do the thing with the arms. I do blood boil, pestilence, then I do corpse explosion if anyone's dead, and it hits all the enemies, doing like a hundred to two hundred damage, sometimes less, but. It gets a whole lot of aggro, too. And then I can, by the time you have enough aggro, too, even if your health is only a little bit down and your 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 um, your ghoul, I can go in the middle of you and do my, my holy nova, which then yeah. does damage to them and heals me and you and your ghoul. And I just yeah. kind of bounce around. And between the two of us, we can use that area of effect combination with your yeah. spells and mine that keeps us topped up health-wise and fight over no time flat to it's going to be interesting once we um we get to northrend and you start playing with my resto druid as well yeah. because the druid doesn't have as many of those offensive talents that uh, my disciplined priest has right now like she has some that she can do but she's mainly just a very good healer yeah. whereas a disciplined priest can actually do a lot of damage still like when we were playing yeah, i was still doing were... a lot of damage with my yeah. spike and things like that um and then with all the dots, which are very easy for me to put up a, a shadow or pain and some other stuff. And most of them are instant, exactly. so you don't I'm not actually wasting have time. To. Yeah, yeah. So it's something that'll be different. So we'll, we'll. I'm, I'm probably going to wind up leveling both the discipline priest and the resto druid with you, and we'll just keep going. So it'll be good for you too. You'll have more chances to gain experience faster. Yeah. And I'm finding that even at level seventy five. With my shaman, I'm still getting experience from level 68 mobs in uh, Howling Fjord. So wow. you'll be able to get quite a bit of experience. So. Yeah. For me, the explosion he does with the bonsai, the priest, mm -hmm. 
explosion. To me, it's just arcane explosion, except it heals you, which makes it better. Even cooler. Yep. So we're making a pretty dangerous team of awesomeness, is what I would say. I love my force field. Once you put a lot of points into... um, Unholy. Unholy, you get the force field, which is a magic proof force field, which takes away like 1,190-something magic from each magic thing they do to you. And it's a huge purple bubble. So in the ran- in the middle of the fight, I would just be like, my super bubble, then click it. Yeah. But cool. it looks so cool. And pretty soon you're going to get the frozen path too where we'll be able to ride on, on water. water ride yeah. on water plus ride. you can cast it Sweet. while you're on your mount so as we're getting okay. close to water you'll be able to cast it plus Sweet. i have levitate which allows you to slow fall down as well and to levitate on water i won't have to do the levitate for water for us but if we're getting to a hill and we want to jump down i'll be able to cast it on you now too because oh, i was adding can... the patch Sweet. so we'll both be able to jump off cliffs and, and you said it makes you levitate even higher a little bit higher off the ground, but we probably we won't bother with that with your frozen path. It but to be... jump off of cliffs and stuff and go down, yeah. oh, because I use my parachute cloak now, because I I have the new engineering thing where any cloak I can add the parachute to it. So my Karazan cloak that I got on my shaman that he still uses, I added that to it, and he uses that parachute all the, all time. the time. It's fantastic. So yeah, this will be very cool. We'll be able to jump. Of course, when I'm playing on my resto, you'll think that I still have my priest, and you'll think I could make you levitate, and you'll jump <laughs> off of places and crash to your death. It would be and cool I'll if laugh. we found like a little thing that you can do your mount while levitating, so it's like a flying mount still. Yep. Except you can't make it go fucking down. All right. So it should be cool. I think we're going to call it a wrap. I think we've pretty much covered everything. Sweet. All right. <laughs> Thanks for recording, kiddo. Yeah. All right. Talk to you later. You can say good night. Night. All right. (laughs) (laughs) See ya. All right. Feeling a little bit more better. A little bit more better. Listen to me. Can't even speak English. All right. The the topic of conversation today, which we'll fuck again. Let's try this again. Hello and welcome to Wow Dogs. This is Ghost Dog coming to you on Monday. See, I can't even get the damn date right. Hello and welcome. Maybe I should just wait. Coming to me as well. Now, see, might as well just start from scratch. So that being said, I'm going to pass it over to the both of us. I'm going to edit that out because, yeah, that was terrible. Maybe I won't. But anyways. (laughs) All right. We're here. And, okay. We're going to see if we can have Sir back. I'm off my groove. Uh Off my groove. No big thinking with that. You need a groove in life. I like it. Muy macho sexy.